BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're listening to Side Hustlers. It's the podcast that highlights people following a passion outside of their regular job. People who choose to work extra for something they love and believe in. I'm your host from iHeartRadio, Carla Marie. I also host a morning show in Seattle on 106.1. It's called The Carla Marie and Anthony Show. You can listen live by searching for 106.1 Kiss FM on iHeartRadio right here on the app. Or you can listen to the on-demand version of our show wherever you listen to podcasts just by searching for Carla Marie and Anthony. And you can find me at the Carla Marie on literally everything. We've heard from a lot of hardworking people on this podcast. We've been doing this for over a year, but no one, I mean, no one has worked harder than the people I'm talking to this month. In honor of Mother's Day, this month is a series of moms who hustle, women whose day job is being a mom, but also women who own their own businesses. In this episode, we talk to Tawny. Now, I first met Tawny on a weekend at a craft fair where she had a booth and was selling her clothing. Clothing that she thrifts and resells. Her company is called Henry, and it's genius. Tawny searches for items of clothing that are neutrals, but clothing that she loves and pops out to her while she's thrifting. It's also clothing that others love because people really do love shopping her curated vintage clothes. And we're going to learn what curated vintage is in this episode. But Tawny does way more with her brand, Henry. She makes ceramics. She paints. She's a photographer and most recently launched her own local market with her friend, Laura. It's called Full Moon Market, which I've been talking about in a lot of my episodes. And you can catch it in Seattle once a month. I'm super excited for you to hear Tawny's story of accidentally becoming a mom. Her 
struggles of being a mom and how she powered through and launched her own company. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get off your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. Everything feels good. You sound good on your end. I feel like my voice is weird anyway. I so. love your voice. <laughs> I'm, we're going to start with that. You thinking your voice is weird. That's going to be the first thing people hear. <laughs> good. All right. Cool. So Tawny is in here today and we'll get into the whole how we met connection thing because I love doing those at, at some point. But this is our Moms Who Hustle series. You are a mom who hustles. I am. You've got <laughs> how many kids? Three. And they have the coolest names, by the way. Thank you. Are you comfortable with saying their names oh, on the podcast? Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Say it. <laughs> Hayes, Harlow, and Hewitt. We call him Huey, though. Okay. Yeah. That is like the coolest band ever. They're going to start a band one day? That I mean, we do have a lot of dance parties in our living room. So, I mean, maybe it's okay. possible for sure. Right. I'm coming over for a dance party <laughs> yeah, at some dude, point. You should. Okay. You should. So, I want to talk about what you do, and then we're going to get into your whole story, and we'll get even deeper into what you do. But let's talk about Henry, and it's H-E-N-R-I. If people yes. want to check out yes. on Instagram, it's shophenry.com. Co. And that's also your website. It's shophenry.co. Love. Yeah, I tried to make it easy. I like yeah. that. So your aesthetic, by the way, on Instagram, I'm a big fan. Oh, thanks. I love it. So thank it's like you. I go there and I'm like, oh, I'm relaxed. Thank you, Tani. This is oh, great. Oh, thank you. So what are all the things that you do aside from being a mom? Well, that's, uh, I feel like that's a good question. I, <laughs> there's all different kinds of things. I can never, I, feel like it's very hard for me to focus on one thing. I started doing ceramics. I took like a ceramics class in high school. So I uh, started taking one. My husband got me a gift for Mother's Day uh, set of classes. And so I started doing those and I was like, man, this is awesome. I would love to do this at home. And I just kind of decided to do it and started looking on Craigslist. And so now I'm just making ceramics for fun and That's cool. selling them. Yeah. So you sell them through Instagram or your website? Both. Yeah. Both. And, and at markets. And at markets. Yeah. Mostly okay. markets. So you make ceramics and then you... I do. I paint. paint. Yeah. I've always loved painting. It's never been something that I'm like, oh, I'm so great at this. I should sell these. But it's something that I'm always doing and I feel like it fits with the aesthetic of my shop. And so I just started doing those and it's been really fun. Yeah. And you do photography. I Yeah. So photography was something that I started doing in the very beginning. And so right now as I'm gaining exposure and stuff, I'm still doing uh, some photography work. But, but I realized when I was looking at your website today that people can buy your prints. Yes. That's so yeah. cool. I just, I just learned how to do that. Luckily my friend Laura was the one who like turned me onto that. That's but, cool. As well as a lot of other things. Yeah. And then the thing that I think is the coolest, I mean, doing all the art stuff is great, but that, what I think is so cool is that you have kind of dove into this world of, and if I get this wrong, tell me, <laughs> buying items at thrift shops yes. and reselling them. Yes. Okay. How did you get into that? Well, it's something that I've always loved doing. Like yeah, ever since. Yes. Yeah. Well, so originally I had always wanted to own my own business where I would take thrifted items and fix them and tweak them. Ooh. And that's why I went to fashion school sort of was to learn how to, you know, do pattern making and sewing and stuff like that. And over time that became a little bit more of a to do. And so now I'm just finding things that I love and I feel like it's always fun for me to go dig through things, find pieces that I really love. And it's been 
just something that I love doing. Well, I bought a jacket that I love oh, from yeah. you. It's so cute. It's like tan. I don't even know. How to, I'm so bad at this. It's tan. I'm trying to remember which one <laughs> it was. It's like canvas kind of. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was, a, it was like a two-piece suit, but we separated it. Oh. And it looks so much better as two Where's pieces. the bot? Okay, good. Yes. So. We want. I want to get more into that and how you do that and yeah. all of that because I'm so interested in that world. But let's go back in time to before you were a mom. Yeah. And you said fashion school. Yes. Was that something you always wanted to do? Uh, I mean, I've always been interested in fashion. So yeah, right out of high school, literally like the following month, I moved wow. down to LA. Yeah, it was great. Where are you um, from originally? Port Angeles. Oh, so here is, in Washington. <laughs> yes. Super small town. Moving down there was quite a bit of a culture shock. Yeah. But I went to school there and it was really great. I had lots of learning experiences. And I worked in the fashion industry for about a year and found quickly that I'm far too sensitive for you're, that you're way lifestyle. too nice you are so nice I don't know yeah it kind of chewed me up and spit me out and so quickly after that I decided that I wanted to move back to Seattle like I felt really claustrophobic living in LA because no matter what direction you go it's like you cannot get out of the city no so I decided that I wanted to move back to Seattle and you know how timing goes. It's like two months before I move back, I meet this guy <laughs> and he's originally from Bothell too. So it was kind of meant to be. And I just told him like, we can't date. We can't date. You met him in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two months before we, I was moving back and I told him, you know, we can't do this. I'm leaving. You're not going to leave with me. And he was like, I don't know, you know, maybe I will, maybe <gasps> I won't. And he moved back with me. And that was kind of the beginning of Nate and I. Yeah. And he's your husband now. He's my husband now. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's so wild how you met someone from here in Washington in LA and he just moved back here with you. So crazy. Yeah. So how long after that did you guys get married? Ooh. You know, I'm not sure. We got married in 2012 and that was 2009. So we first got pregnant by accident, which <laughs> was, you know, not what we had planned at okay, all. So let's go to that. You said you, you told me you were working at a boutique. Yes, I was managing a boutique in Madison Park. And I had been there for maybe a year. And Nate and I uh, had been together about a year and a half, I think. And we got pregnant. And it was super scary. We yeah. were both really unsure. Because at the time, he was a barista at a cafe making minimum wage plus tips and I was making $15 an hour. Oh, my God. Yeah. How old were you? I was 23. How old are you now? 31. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We're the same age. That makes me Crazy. so happy. Yeah. You have your life so together. At least that's how uh, I feel. I'm glad it looks that way <laughs> because I don't feel that at all. Wow. I wasn't super excited about being pregnant. He wasn't super excited. My parents were not happy either. But at that point, I felt like he was already a part of me, and we just decided to go with it. And luckily, my boss was like... I mean, you can still work here if you want to, but like, I feel like childcare is going to be kind of tricky. Yeah. Well, maybe she didn't say that, but I was saying that. And well, so it's so then expensive. I, it's so expensive. And I did my research and it was like, you're basically paying the same amount of money to have childcare. So yeah. luckily for me, she was so sweet and I'm so grateful for her every day, but she offered me a job to come babysit her kids two days a week wow. so that I could make some money and you know, still be working and get out of the house and stuff. So I'm really grateful for that. So yeah, that's what I did then. And w that also brought me into photography because I really wanted to have like some great photos of my kids. So I 
got myself a DSLR and my husband has uh, two good friends that are photographers and they kind of taught me Ooh. the ins and outs of it. And I need from some there, lessons. Yeah, I, absolutely. Sure. And from there, I started taking pictures of my kids and people would see them and they would say, hey, can you take some pictures of mine? Wow. Or can you take pictures of the father-daughter dance or family pictures or whatever? And so that kind of turned itself into a business, which was great. So where in this line did you develop your company Henry, H-E-N-R-Y. I feel like I want people to know H-E-N-R-I. I love yes, it. It's yes. It's shophenry.co on Instagram. But where did you develop this whole you, your brand? Not just photography. It's painting. It's ceramics. It's buying and reselling yeah. items. Where did that come about? I was doing photography at the time, and I was doing wedding photography, and that I felt like it was going into my summers, and my husband is in school during the summer, and my kids only have summers off, and it just started to feel like it was becoming too much, and people were always lowballing me. Like, I would give them my prices, and they would say, like, oh, can I give you $1,000 less than that? And I was already undercharging, and it just felt so draining, and I felt like I was doing all these things for other people, and it wasn't really giving me anything back. And so I really stepped back and took a look at what I was doing, and I was like, am I really happy? Like, this isn't really giving yeah. me what I need anymore. And so I started to really look back at what things make me happy and what are life-giving to me. And then I was like, wow, you know, I've always loved pottery, and I've always loved painting, and I've always loved thrifting, and, like, that's always been something in my life that I've wanted to do. And I started reading these, I guess you could call them self-help books, but there's one called Daring Greatly and Present Over Perfect and Girl, Wash Your Face. Oh, that's in my queue to read. You should, you should read it. It's okay. good. And all of them basically have a similar message. And it's like, you have one life and you can really do whatever you want. You should just, you know, dare greatly and do those things. And so that's kind of where that came from. And did you have all three kids at this point? Yes. You I started did. last August. You did? Yeah. Yeah. So it launched last August. And what? from there, it's just been like every single minute trying to keep going with it. And it doesn't, it feels like work sometimes, but most of the time it's like everything that I want to do. And it makes me super happy. So I have so many questions that my brain is going crazy. Oh. So I'm like, where do I go first? Okay. So when you're thrifting, mm -hmm. are your kids with you when you're doing this? I mean, yes, most of the time. Most of the time it's on the weekends and they come with me or my little Huey comes with me when I, <laughs> when the kids, the bigger kids are at school and we go to St. Vinny's or we go to Goodwill or wherever. So what is St. Vinny's for St. people Vincent aren't from um, It's just a, it's, <laughs> they're, I have they're, no idea. well, there's thrift shops like those everywhere. You can just look them up on your phone and they always have lots and lots of stuff to dig through. It's really great. So you have an aesthetic obviously on your Instagram, but also in what you're selling. So everything that you have is kind of natural color mm -hmm. neutrals. How would yeah. you describe it? Yeah, I would describe it as that neutrals. It's uh, people say it to me all the time and <laughs> it's literally just things that I'm drawn to. And I, I don't really know how to describe it besides that. That's just kind of the where I lean into. Yeah. When you're set up at a market, it's so cool. Like just seeing you've <laughs> got you. whites and tans and browns and there's some burnt orange in there, but mm -hmm. even your own style is like that. Like what you're wearing now. I mean, is that what is that color considered? Tan, burnt orange? Burnt orange, yeah, probably. Do you have anything in your closet that has color in it? I do. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> I also, I I do wear a lot of black. And I'm wearing full black right I, now. And I so. love it. It looks so good, especially with the pop of gold. Thanks. Good. Oh my God. That's good. I'm so honored that you just <laughs> said that. <laughs> That's so funny. You're like a fashion designer slash 
I don't oh. know. I'm gonna think of like a cool wow. name for that, what you're making me feel so special. You Thank do you. so much though. You have like look at all the stuff that you do. I can't do one thing. Well, well. I think it's I think it's just a product of my uh, not being able to focus on one thing at a time, and that's something that I'm really trying to work on is yeah. really focus on like ceramics or really focus on watercolor. But at the same time, I want to have exactly you know the broad spectrum. If you don't spread yourself too thin, exactly. I think you're good. So how do you find the freaking time to run a business <laughs> while having three children? If somebody can figure it out for me and tell me, I would love to hear their advice. It's mostly like during nap time, I'm working. It's after I put the kids to bed, I'm working. And luckily I have a super supportive husband that is like, I, he gets home from work and he's like, you go, go do your thing. Well, it's 1230 on a Wednesday when we're recording this. Where are your kids? (laughs) Well, that's the other thing. Uh, So I have an amazing mother-in-law who takes Huey overnight uh, one day a week. She has him Wednesday and Thursday, and he comes back on Thursday night. So Mm -hmm. I have from 9 to 2 on Wednesday and Thursday, and it's, it's, it's the majority of where I get stuff done. Why did you guys start that, where she takes him one night a week? Well, she loves being around them, which is... So awesome. And she wants that time with him. And I just asked her and she was very willing to do that. Is he the only one not in school? Yes. So the other two are in school from 830 until three. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. So obviously your mother-in-law lives nearby. She's probably loves the fact that you kind of made her son get back to Washington from L.A. Well, yeah, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out. If she listens to this, we will know. So where did the name Henry come from? Because... Your kids are all H's, right? Yes. So it's Hayes, Harlow, and I. Oh, Huey. Huey. Duh. Hewitt. Yeah, so that name, well, so as you can tell, we love H names, yeah. or mostly I love H names. Yeah. And um, I mean, so the H names came from a tradition from our family on both sides. My brother's name is Tyler, and I'm Tawny. Okay. And um, my husband's name is Nate, and his brother's Noah. And on I like my, that. it's just like a family tradition. And so we felt like we should carry that carry that forward. And um so Henry was always a name that I wanted to name one of my babies, and it just, it never happened. The reason why I named Henry that was because it's it's always been a life-giving thing for me to create art and to do the things that I love and use all of my passions at once. And it was a way to honor the three miscarriages that I had. You had three? Three, yeah. Oh my God. At what point, was that obviously not the first baby? It was not the first baby. So, <laughs> no. So it says something about the way that Nate and I used birth control for sure, because we got pregnant on accident the first time. And then six months after Hayes, my first son was born, I got pregnant again and it was shocking and scary. And we were both just like not ready. But then once we lost the baby, it was kind of like, um, you're not a mom yet, but when you're pregnant, there's not a day that goes by that you're not thinking of about course. this baby yeah and so when you lose it it's like wow it's part of you right yeah so once once we lost that baby we were like okay let's let's try for another one and then we had another miscarriage and then god back to back back to back yeah that was hard and then we got pregnant with my daughter harlow and i started spotting and this was like right at our wedding reception stop and I thought that I was having another miscarriage and I was just so emotional and so upset. And at so, your wedding reception, yeah. yeah. And so I got like blackout drunk, like so, so drunk. And then the oh. next morning, no more bleeding. And it was my daughter, Harlow, which might explain why she's so creative and like, 
free flowing, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I wish that someone could just see my face when you said that. I was like, where is this going? Oh I, my God. Sorry. Hey, my mom smoked nine months with me. Really? So, I mean, this is what oh, you hey, get. You look great. She'll be awesome. Thanks. Did you hear that? You look great. You look great. Got you. <laughs> so then Harlow so, comes along. So then Harlow comes along and then we finally decide that we want to have a third baby and we're like, okay, let's do this. We try for almost, well, over a year and within that year we had another miscarriage but anyway Holy so hell. henry was just a way for me to honor those babies that we lost and to just always remember that like this is something that is making me so happy it's like my fourth baby it is and yeah it's just a very special special name to me well what is so crazy is that there are so many women who go through what you went through without ever being able to be pregnant or didn't have a baby before. Right. And I know this has nothing to do with side hustling, but this whole right. month is about moms who yeah. hustle and being a mom. Yeah. And I can't relate because I've never been there. And yeah. that obvious. But your story has to help so many women. And have you ever told that story before? No. <laughs> it's definitely challenging to say it, but it feels good to actually like get it off my chest. It's seriously? It's thank you. Yeah. It's a good way to like it explaining it is a good way of like dealing with the grief it's hard yeah but you also after giving birth to your kids you said you dealt with anxiety and postpartum anxiety I obviously again have no idea about that world and when you're trying to run a business or be passionate about something that's got to be very difficult it is yes so the whole world of anxiety is one thing but then when you throw kids into the mix like how do you how did you deal with it I dealt with it and not in the best ways um I didn't I didn't know what was happening I felt like maybe this is just what motherhood looks like it manifested itself in a lot of different ways I felt like I was just yelling at my kids a lot and I would sometimes have to call my husband and have him come home because I was having an anxiety attack where I felt like I couldn't breathe and just like super easy day-to-day stuff was just like so so difficult for me to handle anymore and I dealt with it without knowing what it was for so long, for like six years. Wow. Yeah. And the way that I would deal with it was I started running and running became like this saving grace to me. I would run and it would take all of that anxiety away, at least for a little while. But then when you start running like six days a week and if you can't have your one run yeah. and you start to lose it and it's like your your life is over because you can't run <sighs> your seventh day in a row, that's when it becomes like, hey, this is maybe something that we should address. So I finally one day was just like, I mean, what would what would happen if I just went in and like explained what these symptoms were and, and what they might say is like kind of scary, but it's also kind of scary what's happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, what is scarier? Let's wait. Yeah. This out. So I went in and they were like, "Wow, yeah, this is pretty textbook. Like, here, let's <laughs> let's figure this out for you." And she put me on some medication, and honestly, it was like night and day. My advice to anyone who's dealing with anything similar to this is that you don't have to suffer. It can be better really easily. And I think a lot of people, like for me, for example, you don't realize until you're so far into it. Like I still have not gone to a doctor, but I have, I can't control my anxiety. I don't even know if that's what it is because I haven't gone to a doctor, but I have moments. That sounds, sorry to cut you off, but that sounds exactly like what I would say. There's moments where I'm like, why do I feel like this? What's wrong? And then I'll get through it and be like, ah, I was just having a bad month. Mm -hmm. Why? That's normal. Like. Could have been PMS, could have been whatever, my hormones. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes on a minute, I'm like, this has got to be what everyone's talking about. Like what everyone's posting about on Instagram and being aware and mental health. I'm like, this has got to be it. 
Yeah. That's why it's out there. That's why people are talking totally. about it. If it starts to control your life, like the, uh, these things were happening to me like so often where it was just like this. Why? Why is this so hard? It should not be this hard. And I shouldn't look at my look at my kids in my house as like this huge job that I can't handle. You know, there should be these moments of like happiness and enjoying the chaos and <laughs> those just weren't happening at well all. it is a huge job but you can handle that's true. it it is definitely a that's huge true job. <laughs> it's a much more manageable now and i'm really really grateful for those medications and for just having that sense of clarity now when all of this was going on were you also doing photography and painting and thrifting or at that time i think well so i've been on the medication now for like probably a year and a half so no i was just doing photography do you think if you weren't on the medication now, you could be as focused as you as you are on Henry? Definitely no. Isn't that no. crazy? Yeah. It, I mean, it, it was like night and day, honestly. I try and describe it all the time and people are like, wow, that wasn't a very good description. But <laughs> I always say it's like you're driving on the highway while it's raining in the dark without windshield wipers or lights versus driving down the freeway in the dark with windshield wipers and lights. I mean, like, that's a good way to a, explain it's, it. It's, clarity or you're sitting in a bar with a bunch of people and it's super noisy and you can't hear anything and you're trying to carry on a conversation with somebody who's whispering versus being in a room with you and me in the quiet okay that is the best way to explain it and that helps me understand way more what it would be like if I did go to a doctor and did get put on medication because there I'm telling you there are times where I literally cannot focus on anything and I've got a lot going on. You do. <laughs> so when you, you can't do. focus on any of it, then the anxiety gets worse. Yeah. It's like, I'm not focusing on anything that I have to be doing. And I have all these things that I have to be doing. Yeah. So you may be the first person that actually like makes me go to the doctor hey, and do this. Good. So let's go into what you do with thrifting, though, because I do have so many questions oh, about this. please. Yeah. So when you go, do you just straight out like scan for your favorite colors or do you actually go through like every single piece Every single piece, pretty much. Crazy, and it's it's I it's literally just the things that I'm drawn to, and it's uh, I people always say that it's neutrals, but there are definitely some colors mixed in there. Okay. It's just not as many. Okay, but yes, I look at all the things. Like I love shopping for homeware too. Anything wicker, anything wooden. <laughs> Listen, like, you talk about like all oh, oh, wicker and wooden. Love it, <laughs> and I try and dedicate one day a week to doing that. So you buy the stuff, and then I'm assuming <laughs> as a business and this is how you make money you're selling it for more than you bought it yes that's correct how do you decide oh that's so that? hard I am still learning but I try to make at least like five six dollars off of each piece that's crazy though yeah but I and I mean if you find like a rare pair of like old vintage Levi's you obviously mark those up because those are super desirable but for the most part I try and keep everything really affordable because hey what's the point yeah right you go into this with your own money or do you have like invest like no. money now no for Henry? it's all it's all just money that I have yeah wow. so it, I try and keep everything pretty low my husband's always like strictly bangers only bangers you cannot get anything but like the best of the best so <laughs> that's anyway. how he that's his strictly advice bangers. before you go yeah. thrifting it's kind of fun because you get to shop yeah. as part of your job. I know. I do love that. And then I also get to create. It's it's just, it's literally like my dream job and literally things that give me life. It's it's really the best case scenario for sure. When you're at, so you go to a lot of local markets here in Seattle. I do. Yeah. When we're going to get into the fact that you created a market. Ah. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> you go to these markets and you set up 
and you have these clothes, do you have to, when people come up to you, they're like, do you make this? Like, is that yeah, what they I ask? Do, I do. I get that a lot. Yeah. And so then you have I to just like, say, no, it's curated vintage. That's just what I say. Yeah. Curated vintage. I love that. It sounds so much better than I bought this at a thrift uh, store and I'm reselling it. it yes, it definitely does. <laughs> Although sometimes I that. say that too, just because, you know, I'm not the best with words. Yeah, but so. curated vintage. Oh my God. I love that. Oh, thank you. It's, okay. I feel like we need to go back to the beginning. I, I probably stole that from someone else, but. You know, I mean, whatever. So people can buy your items through Instagram because people listen to this podcast yes. all over. Yeah. They yeah. Can you buy can buy through- it on Instagram or you can come to one of the markets. Full yes. Moon Market. <laughs> so let's do that. Okay. Full Moon Market is a awesome market that you started with your friend, our friend, Laura yes. Burkhardt. Yes. And Laura's going to be on an episode at some point. But that's how we met. So let's go. We'll do that whole connection thing and we'll talk about Full Moon Market. So. Laura and I met because I posted a picture on Instagram with a house, oh, yeah. a houseboat door. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, this houseboat door is so cool. And it was a nice piece of uh, wooden, I don't know, like art. I don't know. I'm so bad her, at describing. Her woodwork. Her yes, woodwork. But as I a didn't door. Know. Yes. And everyone starts commenting on Instagram. That's Laura Burkhart. And I'm like, who is this girl? And they're like, she was on Netflix. Stay here. And I'm like, what? She was on a show. So I watched the show and then I messaged her on Instagram. And then that was literally... That's how that friendship happened. Like we've done I know, so I much love together. How, I love how that evolved. That's yeah, so great. There is some good that comes out of social media. And when it does, it's really good. Yeah. Well, also, I, I, I would like to note that there are a lot of people who say that they support women or they support small businesses. There are businesses and people who say this and then they don't deliver. But I honestly have to say that you are somebody who really delivers on that and somebody who honors that word. And I really appreciate it. Like you come out to our market and you not only just show up, which means the world to all of us, but you also purchase things from people. And that's like the epitome of like showing up and being there for people. And well, you have good stuff. Stop having good stuff. And I will stop spending (laughs) all my money there. But thank you. No. And I that means a lot. This is fun for me. It's I get so much joy out of supporting people and seeing their success and seeing what they can do together. I seriously freaking love it. So <laughs> I, Laura and I met, I went to one of her um, painting classes and then we got dinner afterwards. Literally like I bet this woman and we got dinner. It was the epitome of a date, love like it. an online date. I love it. And we connected. So then I went to fair, a craft fair where you and Laura were sharing a booth and that's when you and I first met. Yes. How did you meet Laura? Well, so my, my very best friend, I'm going to give her a little shout out, Tess. She's <laughs> like, you know, she's like my sister. We've been best friends since we were three. Anyway, her and Laura had met and known each other and been friends for a while. And when I started Henry, she was like, you should really connect with her. You should really connect with her. She knows a lot about, you know, like having your own small business. And I was like, yeah, I should. But she's like way out of my league. (laughs) I mean, she's got like a real business happening and like, you know, knows knows her stuff. So I kind of put it off. But then I finally did, and I'm so glad I did, because now she's, like, one of my best friends, She's too. amazing. She's really great, and she pushes me. I mean, I honestly wouldn't be here doing this if it's it true. weren't for her, because this is totally out of my wheelhouse. I'm not comfortable talking in front of people or, well, like, as long on one a mic, person. but I know. <laughs> uh, just gives me the willies. Um, and the million people that listen to this podcast. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. I wish. So, anyway, I we started meeting 
together going on runs. And we did our first market. Well, so my husband worked at Stumptown for 10 years. Stumptown Coffee. That's where, that, a... where, that's where that connection came from. Okay, so, so we have the market at Stumptown in the basement because uh, they used to have a roastery down there and a lot of employees. And since they closed the roastery, they have this big open space and they don't use it. So I asked wow. him, I was like, hey, you're not using that space. Maybe we could have like a pop-up down there. And he was like, oh, I don't know. Let me check. And so we did it. And then we had such a great turnout the first time that we, Laura and I were like, hey, maybe we should make this like a monthly thing. Well, that's because people have to go through the coffee shop. Right. I bought coffee, get your coffee when I was drinking coffee and snacks mm-hmm. <laughs> to get to the the, sh- the market. And it's great. So I'm assuming they love it because they're getting business in there. Yes. And there's at least someone using the space or at least people walking into their right. business, which right. is a- what anyone wants but the market you guys put on is all local people at least that's what it's been so far so full moon market it's once a month let me see if i get this right once a, once a month around the full moon yep which i love <laughs> and you've got all local makers and the people you guys have there i'm like what how does this even how does this exist there was a, a couple who sat there and stitched with their I sewing know. machine they were on so people's great clothes. they were so great yeah we we literally have been so lucky with the people who have come to the markets. Like everybody is so vastly different, so vastly creative and everyone, it's just so nice to connect with other people who are going through the same thing that Absolutely. you are and you're putting you- yourself out there and like just give hugs to each other. And you're meeting and you're yeah. just growing your network. Nordy Maid, who was on last week, has been her. to the market. She's yeah. so great. So yeah. you've got really awesome people at this market. But once this post, we will have done the first panel at the Full I'm Moon so Market. I'm so excited for that. And I'm so glad you're coming. I'm so, so pumped to do this. When you guys asked me, I was like, yes, I'm there. Just tell me when. <laughs> it's called She's the Boss. And yes. we're talking to local women makers. And what made you guys decide to do this, an event like this? Because it's not always only women makers at the market but this one will be correct yes so in honor of mother's day and in honor of doing this event we decided that uh, local women makers would be a great fit for this month's market so it it started in november when laura and i were doing all these big markets i didn't know that i was going to get into any of the big ones and so i thought well if i can do my own then (laughs) i'll definitely get in that is how like some of the biggest things start I can't get into the cool kids table, so I'm going to make my own table. Yeah. I'm going to make it cool. Or I can't get into that company. I'm going to make my own. And that is, and you and Laura have, and I have talked about, and you've explained to me, the market world. And a lot of people yes. don't understand. Like, you go to these craft fairs, these cool yeah. markets that are local in your neighborhood. But some of it is so hard to get into and so expensive for people like you guys. It is. Well, so a lot of them are, I mean, for one booth, it's $800 or $750. And so the only way that you can really afford to do it is if you sell a heck of a lot of stuff. Yeah. So we really wanted to make it affordable for everybody, all the makers around, and we wanted it to be small because the other thing about big markets is that it's so saturated. There's, so overwhelming too. Oh my gosh. There are a million different jewelry people, a ton of different candle people, ceramics people, artists, and it gets overwhelming for the customer. And so having a small curated, like small you community guys market. T- how many people? I believe Ten? we, well, we kind of switch it up, but uh, right now we kind of have like a max of 15 vendors. It's a great weekend thing to do it's yeah. a great Sunday like I'm gonna get my coffee it's a get rid of the Sunday scaries you can go on Saturday too but yeah yeah Sundays are great too because you just roam around get yourself something local locally made it's really awesome and I love what you guys are doing and this was the first weekend you had these full moon market totes yes which I think are genius yes Laura did a great job I mean I have to give credit to her because she does 
the majority of all of the market stuff. Like she is the one who's doing most of the corresponding. She designed the logo, which looks amazing. Yeah. Like that is so cute. So if people want to follow the Full Moon Market account so that they can keep up to date with yes. who's going to be there, even if you don't live here, it's great to see the vendors yeah. that are there. It's also nice to like connect with the people who are making the goods that you're buying. Fullmoonmarket.seattle. I love that you guys made totes. Because so many people are shopping. Yeah. And they don't a have a bag way. to put I it know, in. It's so great. Genius on your part. So now we've got you are a photographer. You sell <laughs> your prints. You make ceramics. You paint. You have a curated vintage shop. You created a market. And now you've got totes at the market. Yes. It's it's wild. What is next? I think for for now I'm good. good. Uh, right I now I'm in the process of moving. So I feel like my plate is overflowing. It's funny, my husband, <laughs> I was down throwing last night and I came upstairs and like my bed was gone and I was like, huh. You were throwing? Throwing clay. Sorry. That's like, <laughs> that's how you, that's. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I'm throwing clay around. No, uh, it's where you sit and you. Oh, like in make. Ghost? Like the movie? Uh, what movie? In Ghost? I have not seen it. Okay. We're the same age. Don't make me Ghost? feel old. Yeah, with Patrick Swayze. And Is it scary? Because like, I don't no, watch scary movies. he dies. Oh. <laughs> I'm listening right now. And he's like helping her with the ceramic as he's the ghost. Oh, that's kind of cute. You should watch it. Maybe I should. Yeah, check it out. Oh, it's funny. this real. It's Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg. Ooh. Okay, I'm I like both of them. So. Yeah. Get on that. <laughs> okay, I will. 30 years later. <laughs> that's hilarious. Maybe that's why. Wow. So the question I ask everybody, though, is an app that helps them with their business or their life or whatever it may be that's not Instagram. I thought about this for a while. You listen, I know you're you're a fan. I am a fan. Appreciate Super that. fan. <laughs> uh, so for me, I never have space on my phone. Like my phone is always telling me that <laughs> I don't have space for any apps. So I'm always deleting apps and never am able to download any because I don't have enough space. But <laughs> one that is always a constant that I feel like not a ton of people know about, but it also has to pertain to what you like That's but anyway perfect it's called estatesales.net estatesales.net yes Ooh. it's really cool because you click on it and it has your location and it gives you all of the different estate sales in the next seven days within a 50 mile radius of where you are and it uh so you can click on them and you can look through the photos to see if it's worth going to and if it has stuff that you're interested in. So there's clothes at these sales. Oh yeah. That's so, the, that's the that's where the really good stuff comes in. The rest is just filler, really. Really? Mm -hmm. So I have seen signs for estate sales. I'm like, that's so cool. Oh, you should but go. I'm so there's something and I think a lot of people may relate to this. I'm scared. I'm like, what is like proper etiquette for walking to someone's house? Like that's what you do when you buy their stuff. Like oh, is, yeah. I what mean, does it even mean? I mean, so most of the time there's a huge line and you learn pretty quickly what the etiquette is. Like uh, you go, you put your name on the list, you show up like five hours early and mm -hmm. get on the list. And then you come when it opens and you wait in line and then you go inside and you just, I always try and just be super respectful of everybody's things. Like don't like rummage through their stuff or like mess up piles of clothes or anything. But for the most part, just bring cash, bring a big bag and usually... The rest is up to you. It's so, pretty cool. An estate sale happens because somebody died? Not necessarily. No. Hmm. They could be going to a nursing home. Oh. They could be just moving out of town and they're just selling everything in their house. I would say probably most of the cases are that they're either dead or... Uh, <laughs> 
moving moving into a nursing home or assisted living or something of that sort. Then that's why it's different than a garage sale or because it's good stuff? Yeah, I would say that that's (laughs) that's why it's good stuff is because usually it's an older person and they have all of their stuff that they've been keeping around for like 50 years and they haven't touched it. Yeah. So, cool. I mean, garage sales are great, too. It's just, I I think I would prefer to go to estate sales. So, the app is estates.net. Estatesales.net. Estatesales.net. If you're into that, get it, because it's good. I know, but I don't I'm know scared. if I should give it away, because then I'm going to have to, like, elbow people out That's of the true. way. I'm going to come with you to one, I think. Oh, please do. That would, would be so it. nice. Yeah. Okay, so I freaking love you so much, oh, and I, I want to sit you. here and talk to you all day, but... I want people to support you because what you're doing is awesome. You're a mom with three freaking kids working your butt off and you found something that I guess fits into your lifestyle as a mom, which I think Cheryl last week, the same thing. Like she's able to be there for her son the same way you're there for your kids and still be creative and be passionate about something and not so many moms fall into this like. I'm just a mom, which is not a just, it's not something you put the word just in front of that. I don't mean it in a, in a bad way because that's hard, but so many women find their, this path of like, all I'm doing is taking care of these kids. I've lost myself. Cheryl talked about that. Absolutely. I struggled with that for a really long time and it took like going through some really deep and dark places for me to discover that like, this is something that is giving me life and something that's giving me purpose and is making me a better mom because I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. And it sometimes you do have to spend less time with your kids to be a better mom. Exactly. And yes. that's it's hard for women to realize. So thank you for doing that and for sharing the story on this podcast. Yeah. And go follow everything Tawny's doing. It's shop Henry, shop H E N R I dot co on Instagram. Your website is also shophenry.co. If you're here in Seattle or in the Washington area, please come to a full moon market. Follow them, full moon dot Seattle. And I don't know. I just love you so much. I love you I too. I think you inspired me Thank to get you. a, um, what is that? The little nose ring you have. Oh, really? I've been watching you this you whole should. podcast. You should. Yeah. Do it. Right, I well, actually like this one. The, what's it called? It looks like oh, the, uh, the cow nose ring. I forget. <laughs> but I think it would look <laughs> really cute on you with like a little delicate gold. Be now cute. that we just stuck our fingers up our nose uh, to talk about this, we're going to end this podcast. So thank right. you. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for listening to Side Hustlers. Don't forget, you can follow Tawny. It's shophenry, H-E-N-R-I dot co, shophenry.co. You can always reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at the Carla Marie. I seriously love hearing what you have to say about this podcast because if you've got criticism, you've got things that you love, it really helps me be better at this and make you enjoy it more. You can also reach out to me side hustlers podcast at gmail.com send me questions about literally anything because i'm trying to compile a bunch of them because i'm trying to start a second episode every week where i answer all of your questions that's side hustlers podcast at gmail.com and don't forget you've got the full moon market every month in seattle if you live in the area check them out on instagram it's fullmoonmarket.seattle And we've got one more week of May of this special series of Moms Who Hustle. And next week, we're going to be talking to two moms who own a business together. And I believe between the two of them, they think they have seven kids. So this is going to be interesting. So thanks for hanging out. Again, I appreciate it. I know you could have done literally anything else with your time, with your ears. So thank you. Again, I'm Carla Marie. Until next week, keep hustling. The weekly podcast that started it all. 
They just wanted to have fun as they dreamt of one day having their own morning show. And now they do. But the tradition continues every Friday. My Day Friday with Carla Marie and Anthony. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Kick off your weekend with Carla Marie and Anthony. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 